0: Welcome back to another episode of Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel watch-through. I am the watcher of this show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my slayer through her first ever viewing. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by my, in her words, pissed slayer, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. The end of Angel
1: pissed me off, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I was seeing they going, oh, I don't know exactly how Marissa's going to feel about this. Not good. Not good. Not good at all, apparently. Nope. But before we get to Angel, we have Buffy.
1: Yes, we do. And it was all about Xander.
0: It was all about a doppelganger. Ah... Uh...
1: I guess you could call it a doppelganger. Yeah. It wasn't another person that looked like him; it was him, looking
0: like him. Yep. Yep. But still, that—that <laughs> that was your original prediction before you just decided to change your mind. Um. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I was sitting there. Go- I was seeing there, and you're like, "Oh, I thought about doppelgangers," and I'm like, "Uh huh." And then I tra- <laughs> and then I thought, "Oh, okay."
1: Well, you do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. Um, at the start of the episode, they did a recap about, you know, Dawn always being there, except that she wasn't. <laughs> um, and so it starts with Xander and Anya and Buffy and Riley hanging out, because apparently that's something they do. Shared date night. Double mm-hmm. date! Oh yeah, sounds like loads and loads of fun. Um... I didn't know Xander had a cat.
0: Did we know he had a cat? Uh, no. Okay. Maybe de- maybe it's Xander's parents. Who knows? There's a cat and it peed on the hot plate.
1: Yeah, that's no good. Um, some incont- incompetent burglars come in. Xander's parents are fighting because apparently that's what they do. Um, yes. And they're talking about the fact that Xander needs to get out of there. And he asks, he goes, Buffy, you've
0: been to hell. They have one bedrooms there, right? <laughs> it's pretty I, good. A- anything's better when er- where he is, I suppose. I guess so.
1: Um, so Buffy was reading for
0: Slayer Training. And she gave um, up. I, yeah? Yeah. I wasn't sure if, I'm not exactly sure if it's Slayer Training or actual, um uni because when her and oh it is oh. wait i've uh I've well, watched she was giving up episodes she was giving up one type of violence for other violence Yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure it was for uni just trust me on that um, i think we find uh, it's not much of a spoiler next episode because i've had to watch ahead uh mm-hmm. her and willow are talking about history okay in a uni context okay. sure
1: um she was critiquing the fight scene in the movie that they were watching, which I thought was pretty cool. She's got a lot of te- technical knowledge about yes. ass kicking, it seems. <laughs> and Riley tells her that she doesn't always have to beat the Slayer, and I was like, yes,
0: yeah, she does. She's always it is the like Slayer. who she is. Mm-hmm. As Kendra taught us, it's not a job, it's who you are. Pretty much. Um, so Riley decides he's going to help her relax a little and starts giving her a massage. Yeah. And it uh, makes, makes her make some noises all over the place. Yeah. I was like, Buffy, those are some pretty intense noises. Mm hmm. Um.
1: uh, she says that. Riley can't tell her how to do her job because she wouldn't tell him how to invade someplace all willy nilly. <laughs> and um, there's also,
0: meanwhile, Xander tries giving Anya a shoulder massage, but she's yeah. got a dislocated shoulder, and he so he kind of miscalculated that one.
1: He was trying to be sweet and nice and sexy, but then it turned out that she was in pain, so didn't work out too well.
0: Emulate Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a, um, cut to a... Oh, you don't miss the good line. So after Buffy says she can't critique, um, Riley on that, she then goes on about witchcraft and how she couldn't tell Willow. And she's like, right, Sandra and Zedda's like, yeah. Like, if a witch is using a cauldron in a movie, Willow's like, Pff, who uses cauldrons anymore? <laughs>
1: She's all like, what's that, a cauldron? <laughs> Except that yeah, I don't so think she does that. Yeah, so then
0: they cut to, um, Toth, and
1: he's cauldron. Yeah, um, the glowing, cracked face demon is what I originally called him until we knew his name. Not a bad name. Yeah, and he's basically like, we're gonna kill the Slayer. I was like, oh, okay, get right to the point. I see. That seems to be the plan of many a demon. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, And then we have all of the Scoobies going to see an apartment that Xander wanted to get. Um, And Willow's like, we can be like, la la la, I'm on my way to Xander's. But
0: Riley's not going to do that. No, no, he will not do that. Can I just say, like, I've brought people with me to look at apartments, but usually it was like one or two friends and not not my whole gang. Yeah.
1: I don't know, I've only been, you know, house hunting the one time and I went by myself with my realtor, so.
0: Yeah, I've been on my own too, but, like, when I have had someone, it's been my friends, like, Mm -hmm. but two of them, (laughs) not a gang.
1: Yeah, gangs are no good. Um, Xander tells us that he has a reference named Albert that he has to do a voice for.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's just me in a very uh, professional voice. Yep. Um Giles could have been a reference. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, why why don't you I actually no, I don't think Giles could be bothered with Xander's crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They have a weird relationship. They do.
1: Um so they walk into this place and it's a really nice big apartment. And right Vurnished. off the bat Anya's like, I want this place. Yep. She's just like, um, I want
0: it. We'll pay anything. <laughs> He'll pay anything. Exactly. She's not
1: Exactly. So, um, Riley and Buffy go into the bedroom to start breaking that in before Xander even moves into the place.
0: I know, right? It's like, guys? Appro- <laughs> inappropriate much? Yeah. well, he like, like, said uh, save it for
1: the bedroom, but they were in a bedroom.
0: Save it for your bedroom. It's not what he said, though. I, I know, but still. <laughs> so, the... Realtor
1: starts going through all of these things that he's gonna have to pay for before he can move in And I was like, he doesn't have that kind of money and he's under the impression that he doesn't have that kind of money either
0: Yep, but Anya wants the place yep. And Xander has to pull her away and quietly tell her he can't afford it
1: Yeah, and my question is that she doesn't want to, you know, be hanging out at his place because his parents fight all the time But why can't they hang out at her place? Like, where is her place?
0: Yeah, it's like, we keep hearing about that she has her own apartment and we briefly see her standing by her answering machine, but it's unclear of where she is and why Xander can't just go there. Right.
1: But, you know, whatever. I guess it's, I guess it's fine.
0: She has this line that I love where it's like, I don't like being shown pretty, all these pretty things I can't have. I mean, I'm with her on that. Me too. I'm like, I feel you, girl. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so, sorry. The realtor doesn't look all that thrilled with Xander because of the way
0: he's acting. Yeah. And then we anyway, cut... he's dressed. You could dress so much nicer, Xander. I mean, he could, but then he wouldn't be Xander.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So we cut briefly to the magic shop where Giles is unloading boxes and setting things up. And the glowing, crack-faced demon comes in. And basically, Giles has to beat him away with a fer- fertility statue.
0: <laughs> yeah, Toft is like, I'm after the Slayer. and hes I can't remember exactly what he says, but Giles pulls up the statue. He's like, that's a fertility god. And Giles just starts bashing him over the head with it.
1: Yeah, he's like, I need the Slayer. You're not the Slayer. And then when he goes to leave after he knocked uh, Giles down, but not out, I will say. Mm-hmm. He's getting better at not, you know, passing out when his head gets hit. Um... He goes, you're not worth my time.
0: Yeah. Ouch. So when uh, Giles has to explain all this to the Scoobies, first he does a very nice reenactment Mm -hmm. with the fertility god. Yes. Which Willow mentions she's a goddess of fertility and really hefty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He then, like, pretty much reveals that it wasn't so much that Toth ran away as Toth
1: couldn't be bothered with him. Yeah. She deserves a bravo for not uh, you know getting knocked out
0: <laughs> um, so some
1: i think someone starts clapping but i can't remember who
0: yeah um but they were also discussing the um mortality rate of the shop proprietors yep. and the fact that giles is getting attacked before he even opens and that doesn't bode well
1: you know it happens i guess um, so they discover that the demon's name is Toth And that he likes to use tools or devices And I went, you mean weapons? <laughs> Seems like that's what that is Those are weapons okay. Tools and devices um,
0: Gotcha Riley was very hot-blooded He wanted to go after anything that dared hurt Buffy mm-hmm. A little bit too hot-blooded if you ask me He's he's an alpha male for sure Mhm. Yeah. Um, so they decide to check out the city dump. Yes.
1: Um. Because the demon had a smell about him. Yes. A distinct odour. Yeah, and it wasn't sandalwood. You know, that much. Um. So yeah, so we're in the dump... Willow says that she could help them not have to smell it, but then you would all—they would all lose their noses.
0: Yeah, uh, not a good, not a good uh, payoff.
1: Yeah, um, and they run into Spike. Spike is shopping in the dump.
0: He is. He is getting all sorts of things, like mannequin parts. Yeah, and and a lamp. And well, the man
1: needs a light in his crypt. Sure. Sure. Um, so they ask if he's seen um, the to- uh, if he's seen the Toth demon and he goes, you mean the big tall Roby thing like that?" <laughs> <laughs> so helpful
0: spike. yeah.
1: So um, turns around but he's there there's
0: Toth and they start fighting and Spike cheers Toth on until Toth's uh, Roddy beam thing blasts his uh, trolley. Yes. Oh, he's caught, as you Americans say? Yes. Um
1: <laughs> He was very upset that all of his stuff got ruined yeah, he or was partially like, ruined. I was on your side. <laughs> yep. Um so Xander got knocked back cuz he got blasted by the the thing. Staff? Something. Uh, rod? Sure. That works too. Um and so they Toth goes away for whatever reason, and
0: they help Xander up to walk him home. Yes. And the camera slowly pans back to reveal Xander still amongst the rubbish.
1: So I thought he had a clone. That was that was what I got. <laughs> yeah. Um but we find out very quickly that the one that was helped home by the scoobies is a much better version of xander better dressed, more confident, he's, you know, combs his hair, the whole thing. and i even wrote the phrase mm, he's he's a very clum- he's very clumsy as only half of himself. so i think yeah. i knew Before the bigger reveal that he was two parts of himself. Because they kept having Xander trip over himself.
0: Yeah, he was tripping over, he just couldn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Xander
1: done screwed up. Is basically what it comes down to.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) we get a brief... Uh, Riley and Buffy scene where Buffy's going to use all of her weapons from axe to Z other axe.
0: <laughs> yeah, A to Z. Axe to Z other axe.
1: <laughs> it's very good. Um so yeah, so Riley and Buffy are talking and Riley's being, you know, overprotective. And then they start kissing and Dawn interrupts because you know. It's so gross. No, it's not. She needs to grow up. Anyway, so they start arguing, and Joyce comes out, and she goes, I thought this headache felt familiar because my daughters are fighting. And I went, you only had one teenage daughter for forever. This does not feel familiar. Sorry to break it to you. I'm telling you. You will. You'll be going in. Nope. Yeah, pretty much. Every time they have a reference to Dawn, I'm like, nope.
0: That's not a thing. She's, She's... She's not real, you cry. Well, she is real, you cry. She's a retcon. I don't know what you cry. She's a retcon.
1: There I we go. I don't like it. You know, I don't like retcons anyway. Um, so basically, Don's like, I can stand out here in the hallway if I want, and Joyce is basically like, she can stand out here in the hallway if she wants. And so the way that Buffy solves the problem is shut the door in her face. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah
0: such, like, teenage behavior from both of them. Pretty much. So, we cut back to Spike dressing
1: up half a mannequin. Yeah. it was, was very confused. But then he kicks it and talks about how it's supposed to represent Buffy. And he's yep. so excited
0: to be able to try to kill her again. <sighs>
1: Like, so got it. Oh, well, yep.
0: Yeah. He 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 is biding his time. Sure. He just can't yeah. right now. Yeah, right now he can't, but he is certain that in the future he'll do it. He mm. will get his revenge. I love how the head bounces into his hands. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um. So we have Xander
1: following Xander to his construction job.
0: Yeah, which Xander was sure that he was about to be let off. Yeah. Um, but he got a promotion instead. Yeah, I love that where Xander's like, Huh, you want my life? You can have the bad parts too. And Oop. then he gets a promotion. Yeah, but they made the coin seem more than it was, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. Of course they did. They want to mislead you and pull you in different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so after he gets the extension, it's all like, um, you know, you'll have the day off, celebrate with your girl kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he does get the apartment
1: and the realtor hits on him because, you know.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was so creepy.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um, because... uh, Clumsy Xander was outside listening at the door. And he goes, can't anybody realize it's not me? There's too much cleanliness going on. (laughs) Yeah. It's too clean cut. Exactly. So the realtor leaves and... um, Fancy Xander calls Anya, gets her voicemail. or answering machine. And he's like, you're probably staying there listening to this right now, so... You know the apartment that we looked at. I'm gonna need you to come over there.
0: Um, yeah, come come to the come to the apartment. You know the one. Yeah. So, um, Fancy Xander comes out of the apartment,
1: and Clumsy Xander punches him in the face, or other way around.
0: Um, one yeah, of the Xanders he, punches the other Xander in the face. He he punch he punches Clumsy Xander Pranky. and runs off to go find Buffy.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh man, I need Buffy. I was like, that's the story of Xander's life. Yep. Yeah, so clumsy Xander runs to go to Giles's to try to intercept and make them see that he's the real Xander, but that doesn't exactly work out.
0: Yep. Um, Yeah, the suave Xander is already in attendance, and he's very firm about what he thinks needs to be done. Yes, the other Xander needs to be murdered.
1: It's basically what it comes down to. Yep. I didn't understand why nobody thought that he was acting strange. Well, he's acting as part of himself. Yeah, but he never acts that suave and that mature or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, Xander's like, well, I need someone to believe me. Clumsy Xander, that is. And goes to Willow's and tries to convince convince her that he is himself. And was
0: like <laughs> and she's she has going
1: uh-huh. Yeah, she has no idea there's any reason that he would be acting this way.
0: Mm. Meanwhile, other Zander's gone to his new back to his new apartment to meet Anya. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Which um I love the scene with them and her like fear she's like i may have as little as 50 years to live
1: (laughs) yeah it's no good
0: um um they
1: keep cutting back between anya and suave xander and willow and clumsy xander and she goes she, she uh clumsy xander goes I don't know why I don't just let this other Xander have my life because all I ever do is cause problems and then you guys, uh, and then Buffy has to save me. And Willow goes, that's not true. Sometimes we all help to save
0: you. (laughs) Thanks, Willow. That's But it takes him a while. He finally realizes, yeah, he's like, he can just have my life but then realizes that he might be after Anya and he's like, he can't have Anya and... I, I need her. And Willow's like, really? Like, you only thought of Anya just now? Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, why? he's like, if he, then he says along the lines of, you wait till you have a body double and see how you react. And she was like, I did. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah, <laughs> she, she, did, she did have an evil twin. We should all remember that. It was sexy vampire Willow. Never forget sexy vampire Willow. Never forget. So, um, something about ceiling fans are a big deal here. Didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Oh, they just kept talking about the ceiling fan. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, so you're not gonna ask any follow up questions to him acting so weird, Anya? See. Uh, she she likes this confidence. Um, mm. over at Jarz's apartment. Um, uh, sorry. Oh, was it the apartment or was it the magic shop? I get confused. I think they were at the apartment. Yeah. Um, Giles says, oh, dear Lord. And everyone just keeps talking. Yeah, Willow had like, well, well, come over. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Willow arrived first. Sorry, she yeah.
1: walked through the door and he's like, this time I know I had that locked. <laughs> so she's like, um, Xander was over at my place. And Buffy goes, yeah, he was over here, too. And she's like, No. It's not what I mean, it's the real Xander. The Xander you thought you saw was not the real Xander. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, so Giles goes, um, oh dear lord, and they keep talking and he goes, I said, oh dear lord. (laughs) And Buffy goes, You always say that. He goes, It's always important. (laughs) Yep. It's pretty good. So So they determine that one of Toth's, you know, devices or weapons is used to separate the two parts of somebody's self.
0: Yeah. So he obviously planned to split the Slayer, Mm -hmm. and so there'll be everything that's the Slayer, and then just normal girl Buffy, and then all he'd have to do is kill normal Buffy, and the Slayer part dies as well. Yep. It's gonna be no good. So,
1: back at the apartment, clumsy Xander bursts in, and... Suave Xander... No, not Suave Xander. Clumsy Xander. Pull... Hmm. Someone pulls a gun. One of the Xanders pulls a gun.
0: It was, uh... Oh, I can't even remember. Two seconds. Where's my notes?
1: I think it would be Clumsy Xander because I doesn't believe that he's the real Xander.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he came prepared. Um. But, yeah, both are confused. And... By the way, meanwhile, Buffy and Riley are driving over, and Mm. Buffy's having this whole thing about being split and being like, oh, maybe you would like me if I was just human. She says, Riley, do you wish, and he says no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He knew where she was going with that. He loves all of her, because there's only one Buffy, and... There aren't two parts of her, she's just all wrapped into one.
0: And it's very sweet. Ex- exactly. And yeah, he even likes her obsession with bad ice skating movies. Yep. And he um,
1: also is okay with, you know, cranky monsters being around. <laughs> Such a sweet boy. Yep. There's the line, if Xander kills himself, he's dead. Yep. Um, we get to the apartment and we find out that the gun was
0: actually Anya's. Riley seemed really confused about this like his f- concerns seemed to be more about the fact that she owned a gun um, than anything else well um, I don't know why she has a gun protection sure. she's the kind of person who'd have it for protection cause she's a former demon and is like I don't have powers I need a gun sure sure I don't know we have a gun control problem is what it comes down to Anyway, so we had, <laughs> we still have fancy Xander versus slob Xander. Wait, 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 wait. Your gun control problem is the fact that Anya can get a gun. No, we we have a gun control problem. Just period.
1: We we fetishize fetish fetish eyes guns over here. We yeah, love them no. way more than we should. It's a problem. Ooh. We know. Yeah. We won't, we won't get into it. We've gotten into it before. Anyway, so it was still Fancy Xander versus Slob Xander. Wish I had seen that note before.
0: Um, poor Xander's gonna lose his small cleaning deposit. They keep saying it's a small cleaning deposit. Yeah. Um, it was his own small cleaning deposit. Was it? Anyway. So Toth comes in.
1: And says that, you know, he's going to split the Slayer and blah, blah, blah. Um, as, yeah, the sl- clean deposit's going to be gone because they end up killing Toth pretty easily. Um, but destroying half the apartment. Yeah, but that's fine. And then who hits Toth in the head with the axe? Is it Buffy? Um, I think Riley tosses the axe to Buffy. Yeah, I think yeah. That's yeah. what happened. Uh, would it, yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. Yep. So, he's dead and the clean deposit's gonna be gone. And then we're in
0: the basement of Xander's? Is that where just we do this whole thing? Um, I think it was the magic shop. Okay. That works too. Yeah, it was the magic shop. Can I just say, if I was Buffy's friend, I would never let her come over to my house.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I totally I'm not understand. Risk it. It. No, it's it's terrible. But yeah, so they're in the magic shop and they're going to be putting both parts of Xander back together. Riley thinks it would be cool
0: to take
1: each of them and
0: do experiments on them. Yeah, he's like, don't you just want to lock them in separate rooms and do experiments on them? And everyone just looks at him. Yeah, well, he wasn't in the initiative, so makes sense. And
1: um not only does Riley want to do experiments. But Anya wants to do her own kind of
0: experimentation. Yeah, she's like, uh, why don't I take the boys home for the night? We can just pop them back together in the morning. Yeah, she wants a threesome with her boyfriend. Bo- yeah, and bo- she's like, it's not cheating if it's the same person. I mean, I don't know.
1: Um, but after she says all of that, Giles goes, we should also continue to pretend we didn't hear any of that disturbing sex talk. Yeah.
0: The thing I love is the longer the two Xanders are around each other, the more they become like one another. Yes. So yeah, they start bad. being more and more similar.
1: Yeah, bad bad jokes, period. Yep. Yeah. Um Um but basically jo- they stand in this circle or something. Mm. And Yeah, it's a circle. Yeah. Willow's like, I'm going to have to undo the spell.
0: And Yeah, so- but the good thing is the spell's doing all the work. Right. So it's not gonna be hard it, for her.
1: She says, the spell is broken, and that was it. Yep. I was like, that was almost too easy.
0: Yeah, that's what Xander was like. He's like, that's not going to work. Yep. So then we have the Scoobies helping Xander move out. Um, Just quickly, on the wiki, you'll like this. It says, but Anya expresses disappointment over this (laughs) as she wants to stick... Stick around for some sexual shenanigans, much to the disturbance of the others. Sexual shenanigans. It's pretty good. I thought you'd like that.
1: I like sh- I like shenanigans, everybody. Um. So yeah. So it's the next. I guess the next day, and they're helping Xander move all his stuff into his new apartment. And they're yep. talking. Uh, Riley and him are talking about how his whole life was in this
0: basement, and blah blah blah. And he's like, I hate this place. Yeah. Anya is being quite unhelpful for a while there. I love how she's, Buffy's like ah, oh, I see you're out of the sea. She's like, yes, and I foresee many years of life uh, except unless there's like illness or a car accident. You know. <laughs> if there's those
1: no things, we might have some issues. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Mm-hmm. um. Xander gives her a box and she's just like why do I have to carry things? Buffy's got superpowers, why don't we just load her up? Yeah, I was like, she's not a donkey or a
1: A burrow? You can't do that. Um, so then Buffy and Anya are not in the room when Riley and Xander start talking about Mm. their relationships happening. Yep. And they're talking about Riley and Buffy, how they're so good together, and I was like, I want to love them, but I can't. And you know what? That's a good decision on my part. Because... Riley does this really intense speech about how Buffy is the one for him. And then he goes, but she doesn't love me. Yep. I was and like, what do you mean she doesn't love you? I'm confused.
0: He doesn't think Buffy loves him. And Buffy comes back in and they're all normal and Xander's just left there staring at him. Yeah.
1: Um. He's very good at just... Playing his role, I guess. Mm. It's just very strange. I don't, yeah, well, I don't know how to feel about
0: it. Xander doesn't feel that Buffy loves him. I mean, not Xander. Sorry, Riley. <laughs> well, they Xander knows Buffy doesn't love him. <laughs> yeah, there's a very awkward exchange where
1: um, Xander was like, "And I'm, I'm not in love with Buffy anymore. Not that I ever was." Yep. Yeah, I yep, don't. Yep. I don't know how to take that. So like he f- oh. he so he's under the
0: impression that she's still in love with Angel, basically. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe it's something else. But either way, he feels like she or, doesn't love him. Or she was so hurt because of the whole Angel
1: thing. She's holding part of herself back.
0: Maybe. Yep. Could be that.
1: Huh. Or there's something going on with Dawn. <laughs> that is- Wait, what? I don't know. I I don't have a good feeling about Dawn, and I feel like she's screwing things up. I don't know. I know she wasn't Mm -hmm. in this almost in. She wasn't practically in this entire
0: episode, except the recap focused on her exclusively. So who knows? I think that's more just to remind people that she's there now. She shouldn't be, but that's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Do you want a fun fact? Sure. The guy who plays Xander, um, Nicholas Brennan, Mm -hmm. he, Brendan, sorry, Nicholas Brendan, has a twin brother, an identical twin brother. (gasps) So that's how they did the whole thing? Uh, Any of Xander's non speaking scenes? Well, not any of them, a lot of the non speaking ones where it's both Xander's, and some of the ones where they're both speaking at the same time. That is so cool.
1: Yep. Because so, normally yeah, you can tell twin
0: brother. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you can tell when they're doing like a double scene um, with regular, you know, a human that doesn't have a twin. That you can tell that there's something weird about the scene, how it's shot or whatever. That's cool.
0: I like that. Yeah. Um. A, one spot you can see it if you pause. Is when they're standing at the end talking like to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can tell which one's which. You can tell which ones Nicholas and which ones his twin brother. But if they're identical, then you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. They're close to identical. You know how <laughs> as twins get older, they look less identical. Well,
1: sure. <laughs> well, they're identical is a genetic thing.
0: Yeah, but even yeah, even so, as you get older, so I have two sets of friends, oh, I've got four friends, (laughs) all of them, and so they're two sets of identical twins, and the older they get, the easier it is to tell them apart. Gotcha. Even, having different hair colors and stuff helps, but even in their faces, it's easy. I look at photos of them when they were kids, and I'm like, couldn't tell ya. Nope. (laughs) Even when they both had different, like, as kids, when they had different hair, I'm like, nah, their faces look the same. How have they had different hair colors? As kids. die. Oh, like their parents dyed their hair when they were kids? No, no, no. Like, early teens, but okay. different haircuts. But also okay. different haircuts. Like, gotcha. Uh, one set of twins, one has always been a real tomboy and the other hasn't. So in all the photos, now I know to look for the one with short hair. And mm-hmm. that's Jay. And, yeah. And hm. the long hair's Tori. Gotcha.
1: Interesting. I've never known twins
0: um so before I came to the school I went to Indubbo but uh when they were in year 7 so the start of high school for us Mm -hmm. there were 7 sets of twins in year 7 dang it was just one of those weird things they ended up with 7 sets of twins in the year group that's crazy Yep. anyway enough about twins would you like some international titles? yep The substitute... Oh, that's an alarm. (laughs) The substitute, my double, the replacement, the double... The double Xander. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They're all basically the same. Yeah. Yep. The substitute was different. I mean, yeah.
1: Who was the substitute?
0: uh, The Portuguese. Well, Portuguese Brazil. Okay. Um... What would you like to rate this episode? Um, I mean, it was a,
1: it was an alright episode. It didn't really impress me. I guess a seven?
0: Yep. I gave it an eight. I quite enjoyed I found it very entertaining. Okay. And your favourite moment?
1: My favourite moment is... The um towards the very end, not the very last scene, but the scene where they're putting um Xander
0: back together. Oh, uh, yep, that was mine too. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good.
0: Your character shout out. It's gonna go to
1: poor Xander. Because he almost he almost killed himself too because he thought that there was some demon shenanigans going on.
0: Yep, I, it it it's going to. Xander, the clumsy Xander. Yes. He had a rough day. He did. <laughs> uh, but hopefully he he now knows he can be more confident and he can do things. Sure. Because we'll in see. the end in the end, confident Xander didn't get him the promotion. Confident Xander was just there to be suave and accept it. hmm Yes, that's true. And confident Xander didn't get him the apartment. He's just the one who turned up to accept it and sign the paperwork. Yep. We'll see how it
1: goes. We'll see how much more confident Xander is as a whole.
0: Yep. So our next episode mm-hmm. is called Out of My Mind. Well, we know... That one
1: person has been complaining about something being in their brain for a while, so we're finally going to get this freaking chip out of Spike's head. Spike is going to lose the chip. They're going to, f- well, he's going to be working with somebody. I'm not sure who exactly, but someone's going to help him get the stupid chip out
0: of his head. Okay. And the consequences?
1: Okay, the thing is, I'm convinced at some point Spike is getting his soul back, because I've convinced myself of that. Um, So I think he's going to try to go after Buffy, because that's what he's been talking about doing forever. Ooh, maybe Dawn's going to help him get the chip out. Why? I don't know. That's, as soon as I said it, I was like, that makes no sense. (laughs) Well because she's she's tired of her sister I don't but I don't think she wants her
0: oh so know. you're like you're thinking Dawn's gonna try and get Buffy killed there's no other reason for her to be there
1: and all the like the all the voiceovers are like people don't actually know what I'm about makes her sound sinister Dawn will help spy. no no it's fine I no. I take it back <laughs> you take it back
0: okay yeah. um Big line through it yeah sorry um. Yeah, he I goes know. after Buffy. Yeah, well,
1: because that's what he's been wanting to do.
0: Okay. And that's all you got. He's going to go after Buffy. You're not sure how that's going to end? Well, he's not going to kill her because we still have seasons of Buffy to
1: consider ourselves with.
0: Is she going to kill
1: him? Oh, no. I'm telling you. He gets his soul back at some point. <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> You're like, it will happen. Yeah. If it's the last thing
1: I do, exactly. I will make it happen. Dude, like... I'm telling you, there's something there's something weird in the in the future of this show.
0: <laughs> so, do you have any thoughts or predictions about Dawn? Since you're so obsessed with her,
1: I'm not obsessed with her. I hate her. Um, no, <laughs> no predictions at this point. I just think there's something something weird going on here.
0: Can we clarify exactly why you hate her? Is it just because she's been retconned in
1: yes mostly
0: mostly the fact that they
1: are acting like she's always been there is my biggest problem with her but also like her voiceovers that say that nobody really knows what she's about makes it seem like she's got something some other agenda that
0: I don't appreciate because she might be there to mess things up I don't know so do you think she could be like a demon or something, or is she aware that she's bad? Because you seem to think she's bad.
1: Well, yeah. Um, I don't... I don't know. Just that, all I'm saying is, all of her like, voiceovers are like, no one really knows what I'm about, and I know that uh, teenagers just think that no one understands them, they're just misunderstood, but She makes it seem more sinister than just that. Okay.
0: (sighs) Yep. (laughs) Are you ready for us to change the tone? I believe I am. And we are back with a quite light tone for Angel, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Yeah, so we've got first impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah we
1: did. Um we start with Angel being back in the soul karaoke place. Uh Karates, I believe it was called. I'm gonna call it the soul karaoke place. You do you boo uh-huh. Um and I was like I thought he didn't sing. But apparently he's been getting better and he's been doing more things.
0: He was like doing a cr- clown theme, like send in the clowns and something like that. Yeah. He- Sad clown maybe was one of them.
1: I don't know. Anyway, so he's talking to the proprietor of such a bar. And he says that he's getting better. He goes, "I'm assuming you don't practice in the mirror." <laughs>
0: He says no in the shower, so that that clears that up. Um, who doesn't sing in the shower? I think there's something wrong with people who do not sing in their shower. I don't know what I don't know what those people's lives are like. They must be very sad. Anyway, so
1: the proprietor's like you're a, basically a big softie, and you can totally get your heart broken. Okay, seems yep. legit. Um, Fair advice. Yep. So he walks towards the bar and Darla's there in a very slinky red dress Mm -hmm. I was like how does he not know that being around her is bad Hmm. I was like oh it's a dream but I didn't know from (laughs) who Um, so they're talking about how Darla has forgiven him for killing her and that he's way she's way too good for him and he doesn't deserve
0: her and blah 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 Yep, but uh, their meetings are being kept a secret? Nobody knows. (laughs) Um, I hate her. You're filled with a lot of hate. You hate Dawn, you hate Darla, you hate Harmony. Yeah. I have a
1: reason to hate Harmony and Darla. And? Granted, I don't have a reason to hate Dawn, but she's a retcon and it makes me angry. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, we get Angel waking up from his dream about Darla. Yep. I was like, so for, like, no reason, I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? He doesn't know that she's back from the dead. No. Yeah, so why would he be dreaming about her, randomly?
0: And being happy about it. Didn't you figure it out by the end? Not really. Okay. At the very end of the episode, yeah, he's dreaming about her, and it comes out to him lying in bed, and she's actually there. Right. She's there in his room while he's asleep. So she's been there in his room? Yeah, she's in his room at night is the impression we're given. She is there. So, I'm... while he's dreaming about her, she's lying next to him. But he doesn't know that she's there. That's fucking weird. Whatever. Anyway. That's, that's what it was at the end, because, you know, so he's having his uh dream. And his sex dream, he, yeah. Yeah, he comes back to the hotel... And she's going, you do too much for people, and no one looks after you and all this stuff, but I'll look after you. And they get on the lounge, and you know, you know where that's yep. going. Mm-hmm. And then it shows him smiling, and it transforms to him lying in bed smiling. And then an arm reaches up across his chest, and there's Dala. Yeah. Okay,
1: like, got that. I just, I guess I
0: didn't... I don't know. That. So. I hate it. That transition that she's really there in his room. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I I was like he can't know she's
1: back. And I thought he was stuck on Buffy, but apparently that's not true. Whatever. Yeah, well,
0: Buffy's got her own TV show. Yeah, I guess. Um so And have... come on. They were together for nope. like Nope. hundreds nope. of nope. years. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no. He killed her because
1: she was trying to kill Buffy. So, no. Sorry. Not sorry. Anyway. um, So we have the AI... And when I say AI, I mean Cordelia dusting the hotel. Dusting yeah, the, is the, dust
0: is, the dust is so old. This is the son of dust. This is generations of dust. Yep. And she doesn't want to
1: dust anymore. And... Uh Leslie says something and then she goes back to dusting for whatever reason. Uh,
0: yeah, I wish I took a note of exactly what he said. And she goes and I'm dusting. Yeah. So Oh um, no no, we can move back to he he suggests they move back to her apartment. Oh right. And dusting. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Gunn comes in because he's got work to do and he loves to, to work. And, yeah, he's very motivated. Yes, he says, is Angel up? And they say no, and he goes, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. And Cordelia's like, he doesn't really get the whole creature of the night thing, does he? No, she's yeah. got a point there. Yeah, um, so um, he goes, did Angel debrief you guys on what's going on? And they're basically like, he doesn't do that.
0: No, he, he he just gives orders and they do.
1: Exactly. Um, so Cordelia says the phrase, let sleeping vampires lie, even though that's not a phrase that people use. <laughs> um, and then David comes in in a cape.
0: Yeah, with a sword. Yep. He's ready to do this thing. He and... flew all the way from Kuala Lumpur. Yes. Um,
1: so Angel is there. He gets up and comes to, you know, the lobby. And, um, I have David and Gunnar, like, the same thing. I don't know what that means.
0: Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I was just looking at that note going, I don't know what that means. I'm going to be interested to hear it, but apparently not. No, I don't remember. Anyway, so
1: maybe, like, they're both outside of AI, but they still work with them. Maybe that's what that was about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so
0: Angel asks David's opinion on financing, basically. Yeah, or... he pretty much wants the hotel for nothing. Yeah, he goes, you can do all of these things. And I was like, or you could just give us the money for it. I love actually, while he's doing all that, you know talk about how you could do it and money, how Cordelia's like getting turned on Oh yeah, she loves money She loves money, she comes from money She lost all the money, well her parents lost all the money Yeah, but, yeah, so she I was like, don't you, cause after he was done talking about the
1: actual things that they could do that Angel wasn't all that into, she was like, could you talk about all this different stuff again? And I was like don't you feel dirty doing that? Just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yep. so they're going to go take care of this thing that Gunn needs them to do. And yep,
0: uh, Gunn gets... doesn't want the team along. Well, too bad. They're coming anyway. We're get we gotta need the whole team. It's showtime. And Cordy and Cordy gets to drive his car. She thinks that's super cool. It's a pretty cool looking car.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So they go and meet up with this guy. What was his name? Yeah. Uh, Jamil. Jameel. They meet up with Jamil, and Gun's like you're supposed to tell me where this demon is and blah 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 and he decided that he didn't want to do that anymore even if they were going to give him money. And so instead of handling it like a mature human being
0: you know, Gun just decides to beat the fuck out of him. Yep. Angel's not about that. No. At least not around humans, I'm guessing. Like, he does that to demons. Yes. Um, so, Angel has double standards. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But, you
1: don't just beat up random citizens because you can. I think is the point. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, vampires come in and they're beating everybody up. Cordy dusts some guys.
0: Um. Jamil runs away. Yeah, Jamil ran off. He was he was like, see, they're watching me. These vampires.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But yeah, the vamps do a number on the team, nonetheless. Yeah. And they're they- all lying there, being like, "Oh, I'm hurt. I'm this. I'm that." And then there's Cordelia, who was fine, but she ruined her hair or something. Um, broken nails. She, no,
1: she got um, grease stains on her clothes. That's right. Yeah, um, they were all complaining and making them sound, themselves sound really old. So, mm-hmm. they made some references that I didn't really understand, and,
0: um... Except the Denzel Washington one? Yeah, so a look I understood, your notes.
1: Yes, I understood the Denzel Washington reference, and, um... They talked about movies, and Gunn goes, I haven't seen a movie since Denzel was robbed of the Oscar for Malcolm X.
0: And apparently, who doesn't love Denzel? That is even question. Even Wesley loves Denzel.
1: Even Angel loves Denzel. It's more <laughs> to the point. Um, so they, Angel basically is like, I want to go home and sleep. Yep. He's tired. Bad day. Yeah, Yeah, but he's only been up for like three hours. Exactly. I was like, maybe he's depressed. Y'all should be asking more questions. Lots of sleep is a bad idea. I mean, I love my sleep, but, you know. It can be a, be a sign a of something lie. bad. Yeah. Um, there was... Cordelia went back to her apartment and... Dennis With the turned, Angel's car. Yes. And... Uh, Dennis had turned down the thermostat to really, really low. Because apparently ghosts and phantoms like, uh, cold rooms. Yep, but he turns it back up when she asks. He's a very considerate housemate. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Cordelia is reading. Don't know what book she was reading. I'm interested. And then she has a vision about Gun being in trouble. Yeah. Um... And she is on the floor because she was writhing in pain, and she just goes, "Dennis, phone!" And he gets
0: the phone, the cordless phone, into her hand. Such a helpful, helpful yeah. housemate. I need a housemate like him, but I actually need someone who pays rent, so maybe not. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Anyway, um,
1: so Cordelia is gonna call Angel, and then Angel is having a dream about Darla and him on they're beach moon baking. Yep. They're moon-making. Yep. Um, they were just too much. And so she leaves a voice... Uh, I'm guessing she leaves a voicemail for him, but then she calls Wesley, and Wesley doesn't pick up. And she's like, I had a vision, and it's all bad. And I was like, do you ever have a good vision? No. Apparently not. Um, and so Cordelia just has the one axe that she gets out of her Closet, and she's going to go save Gun.
0: Yep, because no one else will do it. Yep.
1: Um, but she basically is okay
0: with dying. She says, yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> yep, she accepts that, but she's going to go and be a hero anyway. Yep. So
1: she goes to where Gunn and his gang are, goes downstairs, hears some fighting, breaks in, and cracks one of guy's over the head with an
0: axe. Yep.
1: And, um...
0: It so, wasn't anything wrong with the guy. No, um... Yeah, poor Cordelia. She thought she was doing the right thing. Yes. Pretty sure she cracked his skull. Yeah, it'll be just fine.
1: Um, that means she's got some power behind her swing. Uh, we get another... Uh, Angel and Darla debacle. I can't stand her voice. I don't and... know what you have against her voice. It... It's different. Yeah. But I don't think it's um, bad. It almost sounds like baby talk, almost. And I cannot stand that. It's just the pitch and just the whole thing. I don't know. That's her voice. Fine. But then there's knocking and the dream has Wesley building a coffin.
0: Yeah. And uh, Dala's like, I've got to go. And Angel's like, no! Yeah, so he
1: attacks Wesley in the dream, and then he wakes up and he's attacking Wesley in real life. And he's naked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh. And Wes is like, I came over because I had this message from Cordelia and all this stuff. And he's like, I should get some clothes on. Much appreciated. Yeah, exactly. Um... I mean, I
1: would be okay with him not having clothes, but Wesley is not me, so I understand it. Yeah. Um so Gunn is basically like Cordelia, you need you need to leave. I don't need you to protect me. And yep. Cordelia's like, You'll yes, even yes, you walk do. her out. <laughs> and she's not giving up. She needs to protect him.
0: Um yep. I love because... that he's like walking her out. Yeah. Like, you know you're going. Yep. I'm putting you in your car and you're leaving. Yeah, and he said I don't need to be
1: saved by a rich white girl. And I was like, is the white part the problem or the
0: girl part? Or is it just everything together? I think it's everything and more. <laughs> yeah, so he goes out, they
1: go outside, and Angel's car got stolen. Yep. Uh-oh. Yep. So he,
0: he is driving Cordelia home and, or to wherever they're going.
1: No, and... no, he's
0: going to he's going to um, help her find the car. He has a list of people, they'll find Angel's car, and then he's getting rid of her. Yep, and
1: so she's like, so what are you going to do? Ask them to give the car back? And I was like, no, he's going to beat
0: the hell out of them. That's what he does. I love how he, he's like, she's also going on about protecting me. He's like, apart from the axe, and she's like, I cracked Joey's skull with that. She also yeah. has mace, which he's unimpressed with. Yeah.
1: Um. She says, "Ask Joey and his cracks, cracked skull how weak-ass it is." Yep. Yeah, and mace, mace can come in handy. Mm. Yeah, she's being the bodyguard in this situation, and I like it a lot. Um. And so so... cut back to Angel Wesley. <laughs> They're. I'm, I'm all over it. They're going to. Ride on Wesley's motorcycle, which I did not know he had. Yeah, remember? No. He, he rode in on oh, it in season one. Yeah. as a rogue well, demon a, hunter. That was a long time ago, to be honest. We haven't had it since. Yeah. Anyway, so he does not want to wear the lady's helmet because he just thinks that because something is pink, it makes it lady stuff. I yep. disagree, but whatever.
0: He's... I, I said, be a real dead man and deal with pink. Yeah. He calls him but a they, wanker and tells him just put the freaking thing oh, on. I've I've got I've got quotes about that, but the okay. thing I love is he's trying to find reasons not to wear it. And Wesley is so deadpan about the whole thing, going, "It's the law. Yep. If you don't wear it, we'll get pulled over." And he's like, "It's not like my skull. Like anything will happen if we crash." He's like, "No, you." We're going to get pulled over. And then he goes, stop being such a wanker and put it on. So Angel puts it on and he replies, he goes, hop on, gorgeous. Him trying not to laugh while he called him gorgeous was the cutest thing I've
1: ever seen from Wesley. (laughs) Yeah, and Angel's like, you'll pay for this. I understand why Willow likes him so much. Or Allison. I I get it. I get it. (laughs) Anyway. So He's, he's pretty cute. Yes, he's adorable. I didn't like him at first, but he's growing. He's grown on me quite a bit. So, Wesley, not Wesley, Cordelia and Gunn go to this body shop. Well, not body shop. Car yard. Of, Lots of cars, yeah. And they talk to the guy, and he's basically like, I don't have your thing. This other guy likes cars like that. You should go check him out. They're having a party. He keeps making faces at
0: Cordelia. Cordelia's not into yeah. it. No And Gunn Uh, observes that some of the cars are from the neighborhood, which is against his rules. He's like, if you
1: don't stop stealing from people, and then, like, he goes, you can steal from the rich people, but you can't steal from people around here. If you do, I will shut you down. Yep. You tell him, Gunn. And so Cordelia and Gunn leave, and then the demon comes out and is talking to the car lot guy, and he's basically like, he's not that scary. He he thinks he runs this town, but he really doesn't. And the demon says, I know who he is, the trouble he's caused. Tonight it ends. And I said, Alright, right, you weirdo. Um <laughs> Wesley and Angel riding on Wesley's motorcycle is adorable. Yep. <laughs> um Poor poor Angel. <laughs> yes. Um and then Gun and Cordelia go to this party, and they run into one of the guys from Gun's gang. Yep. And he's basically like, "So you shirked on your duties, and now you're gonna try to party instead?" He goes, "You need to go back to home base, and I'll deal with you when I get back." Hmm. Basically, Gun's gang is the military, and you're not allowed to have fun in the military. Yep. Gun is all business. Yep. And then he tells Cordelia to shut up and stick close to him.
0: Yeah, um, and he's like, you're going to have to blend in. And she's like, I'm the queen of blending in. And then looks yeah. around and is like, oh. Something tells me you're not going to blend very well here. Nope. Yeah,
1: a girl recognizes Gun and comes to talk to him. I feel like they've been a thing before. And Cordelia... Puts her foot in her mouth so many times talking to this girl. It's not even Yeah, funny. it's like oh, really, Cordelia. Just shh. yeah, just just be quiet.
0: It'll it'll yep. be fine. Um, Gun Gun luckily eventually pulls her along. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about
1: whores and you know working girls yeah, and the whole thing.
0: And and Gun starts like dissing on David. And Cordy gives him the full history of David and how he made his first million. By creating a program for blind people. (laughs) Yeah, he's basically like, um, anybody that has a lot of money is a criminal. Hmm.
1: But that's not true.
0: Not true at uh, all. Nope. Gun finds who he's looking for uh, Desmond. Yeah, Desmond calls him G Man. I like it. (laughs) The G Man.
1: Yeah. Um, so they're talking he's like you need to give the car back because I don't have time for this nonsense and then vampires crash the party because that's what they do yep everybody gets um yeah everybody gets pushed around a lot um the girl that Gunn was talking to gets broken glass her name's Veronica
0: just so you know Veronica
1: has gets broken glass in her neck and she pulls it out which was a bad idea
0: Mm.
1: Just leave it there. It'll keep your blood in your body. Yep. But Cordelia helps her, uh, puts pressure on the wound, and is telling her everything's gonna be okay. She's gonna make sure that she's all right. I loved her bedside manner. She's she's actually trying. She does pretty well. Yeah. Eventually the vampires uh, get out of there, and she's like, we need to get to her, her to a hospital right now. And so he picks her up, and they he kicks a door in at the hospital. And he's yep. like, where's a doctor? I need a doctor, which would never happen in real life, but whatever. So hey. pretty. he was pretty intense. She was losing a lot of blood, but um,
0: Cordelia saved her life, so the doctors were going to take it from there. Yep. Um. So Cordy and Gunn have this little scene where we find out that he's still hoarding guilt about his sister, and he accidentally calls Veronica Alana. Yeah because he's so upset. Basically, Cordy has to save Gunn
1: from himself is what it turns into. Yep. yep. Yeah, and as D- Desmond tries to leave, but she lays the smack down is like, don't you dare go anywhere. Oh, she uh, she is a bamf! I love it. Yeah, she was like, you're not leaving, I need the car back, you're gonna tell me where it is or we're gonna have problems. I love yep.
0: her. Um. Wesley and... Yes, I got it. Don't you worry about it, girl. (laughs) I'm trying to be involved in the conversation. I'll just sit here quietly, yeah? Oh, sorry. No, I just thought you were going
1: to try to get me to move on to the next scene, and I I knew what the next scene was.
0: No. I was going to say, I was going to say, and I think... (laughs) Okay, sorry. And I think... (laughs) Gun is slowly starting to come around to Cordelia at this point. Slowly. Well, if slowly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, if somebody
0: was that big of a uh, bitch to a guy that could probably
1: easily kill her, I'd probably. Yeah.
0: Because she's just like you.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't dare
1: leave. Yeah. Yeah. So Wesley and Angel get to the party, and they're talking to a girl. And she's like, it just happened so
0: fast and all this stuff. And she goes, I'm gonna be just fine. Yeah, she's leading and she's like, "I, I just wanna go. And she's heading towards the ambulance but then sort of turns from it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um,
1: in order to figure out if she's really a human, Angel
0: headbutts her. Angel knew she wasn't a human. I know, but just to prove it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And he's like, Oh, are you sure you're okay? And she's like, uh huh. And he's like, good. Bang. Yeah. And he's like, you're gonna
1: tell. You're gonna start talking. You're gonna start. You're gonna start talking now. Yep. So they, Gunn and Cordelia find Angel's car.
0: And they can't find the keys. Yeah. According to Gunn, this makes Cordelia way too high maintenance for him. Like, how did she lose the keys? It's just like, I left them in the ignition. How does that make her high maintenance is my question. Hmm. You need keys
1: to drive a car unless you can hotwire it, which she does ask him to do, but he says, do you think because I'm who I am, I'm a criminal and I know how to hotwire a car? She was hopeful. She was optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the demon shows up and he's like, "I've got your keys." Dun dun dun! I totally see Gun and Cordelia being a thing down the line. Hmm. Yeah. So the demon comes up and grabs Gun, and Cordelia tries to hit him with the axe, but that doesn't work. And I said
0: she should have hit him with the mace. Well, we find out that the demon has a human form. Oh, yeah. It's that Jamal? Jamil. Jamil. Yeah. Something tells me the demon form would not have reacted to the mace like the human form did. I believe that you're right. So, um. Yeah, she does end up hitting
1: uh, Jamil with the mace. And it causes a brouhaha to ensue. There's fighting, fighting everywhere. Um. Angel and Wes arrive. And, um, not sure where this. Oh, um, the team works to hit this demon in the head with an axe.
0: Yeah, can I just say, when Angel arrives, one of the demons, or it might have been a vamp, sorry, is there, like, smirking at him and the pink helmet, so he just, like, takes him out with the pink helmet. Yeah, it was pretty good.
1: So, the team saves the day, um... They're pulling Angel's car out, and it turns out that the keys have bloody pus from the demon on it. So that's no good. Yeah, no one wants to touch him. Nope. So they're going to try to hotwire the car instead. Um, um. So basically Cordelia's like, are you going to thank me now? To gun. Because he yeah. she did save his life. And she's basically like... If you don't calm down and like rein yourself in, you're gonna get yourself killed. Yep. She tells him like it is. And so he is now her new project to take care of and to make everything better for. She will protect him, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't like it. Yep. And so she goes, "How about that?" Thank you. And he just they just look at each other and they both smile. And he drives off, and I go. Well, that's all the things she's going to get for now. <laughs> um, And so they go back to... Well, Angela goes back to home. And yep, he has a dream about walking into the hotel, which we already talked about. And she's yep. there.
0: Yep, so... Yeah. Okay,
1: question. Yes. He didn't have sex with Darla after he got his soul back because she was disgusted by him. Not that we know of. Are they
0: currently having sex while he's been sleeping? Maybe, but the thing is, sex isn't what turns him, it's happiness. It's perfect happiness, and that's what really annoys me about the earlier episodes of Buffy's. Yes. That it made it seem like it was sex but it was he in that moment he was perfectly content like the sex had happened already and he was just lying in bed with buffy yes i understand i'm just
1: saying yeah he can he can't obtain con, complete contentment with darla it seems but we don't know because they've never been together with him without a soul because she's mm. disgusted by it but yeah, so she's in there um, all naked on top of him, kissing his neck yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I'm under the impression that she's having sex with him while he's asleep.
0: But who knows? That's not cool, Darla. No, that's right. Affirmative consent. Yes. Actually, consent? not even affirmative. Not even affirmative consent. Just I consent. That. <laughs> Just some consent. Just some him being awake and not stopping you. On I'll I'll take. Yeah. Like him um, not protesting right
1: uh everybody consent is important it just is so yeah (sighs) right
0: so would you like an international title I would love an international title we have first impressions or the hour of DVAC ooh who's the hour of DVAC the Germans I was going to call that
1: nailed it (laughs)
0: Uh so what did we rate this episode? It's an eight and a half. Oh.
1: It was really good and it does move the plot forward with the whole Darla thing.
0: And there was <laughs> some development with gun. I gave it a seven. Okay. Uh your favorite moment? My favorite moment
1: was um. The end the ending scene between Cordelia and Gun where she's basically like, I'm gonna protect you because you're gonna get yourself killed if you don't calm the F down. So Mine think...
0: Oh yeah. sorry, no finish.
1: No, I just I feel like they have a good rapport going and I wouldn't be surprised if they get in a relationship at some point.
0: Okay. Ask. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that down in general notes. Okay. Mine was, um, the pink helmet scene. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty I nice. just, it, it is, I love comic relief, and that scene was really good, though this overall was quite a light episode.
1: Yeah. Which is nice to have every once in a while when we're in gritty L.A.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And your character shout-out. It's gonna go to, to Gun did a lot of stuff in this episode and he's finally starting to realize that maybe he can utilize AI for more than just angels nonsense
0: <laughs> mine's going to go cordelia yeah because she's she's really packing it this these last few episodes of the season this new season she's really you know getting out there and doing what needs to be done and becoming more helpful like she didn't just stay back and wait she went out there I figured you would give Cordelia her, her due, so that's why I went with somebody else. <laughs> uh, so next episode is called Untouched. Um, untouched. So,
1: um, I feel like we're going to... So, Untouched makes you think of people that don't have to touch stuff to move them. So I feel like we're going to have some type of psychic that is going to be captured by a gang of vampires and be forced to do things that are not exactly legal? <laughs> so um,
0: sorry, you psychic telekinetic? Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Just wanted to clarify. Isn't that uh, a type of psychic, bike? though? I suppose. I like being specific. Fine. Jeez. <laughs> The telekinetic psychic is captured by vampires and forced to, to do. Yeah, illegal stuff with
1: her abilities. Or his or her abilities. I don't know if it's a male or
0: female. Her abilities. Slash his abilities.
1: Or if they don't yeah. like to be called um, by a gender specific pronoun, they.
0: they is her (laughs) yep pretty much (laughs) anything else you want to add in any thoughts on the overarching plot for the season (sighs) i hope we don't have more darla dreams i hope not but we probably Um, will because you know that's a thing (laughs) That's a thing that's happening. Now I know how
1: it feels to have dreams interrupt the flow of a, an episode or a plot, and then it makes you angry. Josh, I understand. Oh, did
0: mm-hmm. you hear that Josh is maybe going to be listening to Chosen now? I did. When so welcome, you if you're Josh. here. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Happy to have you here.
1: Oh, <laughs> and I, did you hear when I read the email and someone said they didn't
0: like Hush? Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) You have one person on your side. I think it's Andrew. I think.
1: I could check, but I don't have time right now. But whoever said that in a Tales from Godric's Hollow email, they said they were going to email it at some point, and you're a good person because you
0: didn't like Hush. High five. Speaking of emails, since you've already gone and read the damn thing, would you like to read it to our listeners?
1: Well, to be fair, it was already read, and I figured since you left it in the inbox,
0: it was safe. Well, maybe I just didn't get a chance to move it. Well, you gotta be quick. There, There is a folder called safe. safe. Well, too much.
1: No, oh well. <laughs> yes, we got an email from Farzin, who I have read emails from on Tales from Gotrix Hollow before. But he says, Dear Mel B and Marissa, Hi, my name is Farzin. Marissa... Would You probably recognize my name from the email section of Tales from Godric's Hollow. Yes, I do. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, but hadn't managed to write in yet. But now that you started Season 5, I had to write in. This is my favorite season of the show, and I'm beyond ecstatic for you guys to dive farther in. In particular, I'm really interested to see what Marissa will think of upcoming episodes and events of this season. That's all I had to say on Season 5 for now, as anything more would be super spoilery. I love you guys and have enjoyed your journey so far through the Buffyverse immensely. Can't wait for more of it. I'll I'll try to write in regularly from now on. Can't promise every week, but I'll do my best. He also said, P.S. I wrote a five-star review on iTunes for you guys last week. Not sure if you can see it since I live in the U.K. Um, I did look. It does say we have seven reviews, but I cannot see yours, Farzan. So if you could take a screenshot and send that over, we'd love to read it. Yes.
0: Yes, we would. Yes. So that wraps up another episode of Chosen.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh,
0: This week is a double, so everybody can expect the next set of episodes to drop on Thursday. Uh, And in a week's time, we're going to have another double. And after that, Marissa's here with me in Australia to watch one of my favorite episodes. Yay. It's very exciting. Yay. Very, very exciting. In the meantime, if you'd like to reach out to us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and nothing else. <laughs> um, so you can email us, mmpodcastnetwork at com. our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com where you can leave comments or send us messages. As I said, Facebook, mmpodcastnetwork, and Twitter, mmpnetwork. If you want to tweet me personally, I'm at melbickett. Marissa, where can lovely people find you? People can tweet me at rissaroo312,
1: and if you guys want to be super cool like Farzan, you will uh, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, And aside from all of that, we will slay you later!